for Holden, Colorado, LTZ, with unbeaten three-and-a-half-ton towing. This is Triple M's Summer Breakfast with Lawrence the Moon Man Mooney and Ed Cavalier. Lawrence the Moon Man Mooney currently playing with his phone. Is that a game of uh, Fruit Blade or? No, I've uh, had some. Tank Battle? <laughs> Candy Crush. Candy Crush. Yeah. Smurf Village. Remember Smurf Village? A lot of kids got in trouble because there was a button where you could buy Smurf berries. Now, I'm not going to sit here and argue that Smurf berries aren't valuable, but perhaps they weren't worth the 40 real dollars they cost <laughs> to improve your village. Uh, I'm, I'm a retro man. I was still, I'm still stuck on Snake. You snake guy from the uh, Nokia 5110. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember that? What were the two big selling points of the Nokia, Nokia 5110? Three, in fact. Snake. Correct. Uh, Second, Rosie. It never died. Uh, well, that, oh, that's fourth. Yes. Second. Don't know. The single all-purpose button that then the Apple stole. Remember it had the big button in the middle that oh, was basically oh, yes, yes, no, yes, maybe, yes, which yes. I think Apple and the iPhone might have parlayed. And the third. Don't know. Detachable wow. colour faces. Oh, oh yes, I had a blue one. Yes, and I had the yellow way ahead I of had its green. time. And that was the first time I'd light ever seen oh, the light green. That was a nice green. It was the first time I'd ever seen a market stall just uh, dedicated to mobile phone accessories. I, the one Paddy's Market in uh, fl- in Sydney had the a Hello Kitty one. I couldn't believe, my, that we <laughs> should, believe my luck. Are you saying that we should never have changed from the 5110 because it was say- a quality phone? I'm just saying that if you go back, if you ask people, what's the best mobile phone you've ever had, often a little you'll get a little far away look and people will say <laughs> the Nokia 5110 because it was robust as. Mm, you yeah. could hit it with a truck and it would laugh. Mm. <laughs> and it was colourful. That snake. And do you know what? I fell into the trap that I do often around this time of year when the contract expires and the phone company says, why don't you get a new phone? And I go, why don't I get a new phone? We were having it's co- only 20 bucks a month for 700 months. Why don't I get a new phone? <laughs> we were having coffee yesterday and you just and stopped said, talking and you were just looking through the brochures that was in the paper. Trying to talk yourself into an HTC. <laughs> Or a, or a Galaxy Mini. Do those Galaxies look good? I <laughs> see what you're doing. When you're at a concert or when you're at a, an event of any sort and people are all holding up their phones to film it, mm. the people holding up the Galaxies clearly have a clearer screen than the folks holding up the iPhone. Really? Why? Yeah. F- oh, oh, it's rosy. You're on the Samsy oh, gal. I love it. <laughs> Didn't what? see what I did there? Yeah. I spoke like yeah, a, yeah. a young person. <laughs> The Samsy Gal. How is the Samsy Gal? I love it. <laughs> Best really? phone ever, apart oh, really? from the whoa, 5110. Whoa, whoa, whoa. See, people are going to think that we're viral marketing now, that somehow Samsy oh, has this, paid us. Is this cash for comment? Yeah, I'm not be- is anyone being that. paid? I'm not. No, I'm definitely oh, paying I, my we, bills. We want to be paid. I wish the Nokia 5110 was still paying me. What did Nokia make now? What Because they weren't always a phone company. I think they you know, went from wood panelling to phones, you know, like a... <laughs> Proper entrepreneurial company. What do they make? What do they make now? They probably make adult you know, diapers, catheters, or something like that. Immediately, we both went to urinary tract. A moon. You're in the arts. What are you talking about? Aren't you a director? Oh yes, uh, I see what you mean. I, I, I'm a, I'm a, a uh, an artist in residence, or I was until uh, two weeks ago. I was. The assistant director on Ivanhoe for my daughter's school. Mm. Assistant director? I was the assistant director. Yeah, well, I, I put up my hand. Was uh, Kate Blanchett getting in front of you, <laughs> did she? No. Uh, so this is a school play. You are a professional 
entertainment person of mm. some note. I would say. And you couldn't get the gig as director. Well, I put my hand up and offered my services to the school player. And I was with them for over uh, across five weeks uh-huh. going into the school, you know, two or three times a, a week. Uh-huh. Um, but I had to, you know, give the, the director's job to the teacher. Oh, a teacher. Yeah, Veronica had to teach the had to direct. Let's say she's not listening. Would did you say would you say that her directing style lacked vision? I would say that she <laughs> was she was very easy on her young charges. What whereas about, I had to play bad cop a few times. Are and you say, cracking the whip? Come on. This is just a load of bollocks what you people are doing. She took one day off and I did the really bad cop. Talked about really? How unimpressed I was with the way they treated her. Ooh. Really? How yeah. old are these people? They're 13 and 14 years old. And did they listen to a word you said? Well, they did, yeah. Really? And my daughter rang me up that night mm. uh, and she said, because I live separately from my 14-year-old, mm-hmm. and she said, great. That was really great, Dad. So <laughs> we get spoken to like we've never been spoken to before. We yeah. get shouted at. And it's so, my my dad. So you shouted. I did some shouting. You're, you're a visitor at a school, mm. not a teacher. Not a teacher. I'm not. I'm not. No authorized. Author- no, no authority, authority at all. Not illegal. <laughs> and the teachers but, but left. Got a... And you've taken the opportunity <laughs> to do some shouting. So yeah. <laughs> and were you singling any? Were you singling out? Yeah, singled a couple of people out. <laughs> but in the most positive way, I said, "You're a leader." You should lead. And then Lily, my daughter, told me that this is completely perverse to accepted psychology now. It's wrong to call kids leaders. What do you call them? Well, you put too much pressure on them, apparently. No one's allowed to be a leader. Everyone's meant to be the same. What what is she at? It's a communist school. (laughs) Yeah, she goes to school school in North Korea. (laughs) Yeah, that's why I was shouting, because I couldn't be understood. (laughs) There you go. Yep. Pyong Pen. Triple M Summer Breakfast. And how did you, and what was his name of the production? It was Ivanhoe. And anyway, oh, you said that. they only I, did I one that. they did one show and it was Cancelled after one show. Well they only oh, that's the only dear. unfortunate thing. Yeah, the run had to come down. Yeah. No seats sold. No parents turned up. No, they only get to do it once, which is That's sad. Beauty. They should yeah, it should be at least two or three cracks yeah, at they it. They should well they do one kind of dress rehearsal for the school mm. for a couple of classes and then they do the nighttime thing. But I was thinking maybe they should get into an exchange program with other schools and get That's to do it more idea. than once. You could go on tour. And it would really build. Yeah. But, you know, I was very impressed. They were very good. A, a friend of mine said, you know what you, you were doing? What? Subconsciously, what you were doing was just scaring all the boys that are attracted to your daughter so that uh, she's going to get no flirting or invitations for at least a couple of years. And you think that's... Because that psycho yeah, that is her dad. <laughs> <laughs> In a moment, we're going to talk Father of the Year. Lawrence, you've been shouting at children at a high school that you don't teach at. <laughs> Listen, they uh, they don't get the shouted they... at enough. Oh, you think that's their problem? No, I seriously. Angry stick. Do you know what? During that, that production, I was amazed at how much time, I would say 30% of the school day is spent saying, don't do that. Mm. Come on, listen. Mm. Can you keep the noise down? What is that? Yeah, that's just crowd control. That's it what teachers what always is. say. It's just crowd control. It's crowd control. And I guess that's you know the nature of uh, adolescent, particularly adolescent boys. Their attention span is so short. My, I got to the end of this and thought, 
why don't they just not put boys in schools between 14 and 16? Prison? Let them run nude in the bush, <laughs> throwing sticks and poo at one another. And then uh, after 16, they'll after be ready that, to calm read books. Down, yeah. Calm down. Welcome and, back. Yeah. We'll all stand at the edge of the forest. Welcome back at the bush. Welcome back, lads. We lost yeah. a few, but the rest of you... Because most of the time they're either fighting one another yes. or they're grouped together like puppies kind of sleeping on one another and wrestling. Yeah. It's like they are very animal. Let very... them run wild. Okay. It's Lawrence Mooney with Father of the Year. Father of the Year. Father that's the that's year. Lawrence Mooney's nomination. They're going to come back and give you my nomination for Father of the Year. He was on TV last night. And I tell you what, if you are a parent, if you're a father, maybe you're thinking about having a child, you need to hear this man. Because this is a man who's going to show you the way. A good he's man. He's going to show you how to properly be a father. Father of the Year. Last night. I'm excited to find out who your nomination for Father of the Year is. It's not you, Lawrence. The man shouting in schools all over Australia. <laughs> Some of them he's been invited to. Um, I have got a working with children card, which makes it creepier. You've got to get a working with children card. I've got a working with children card. Uh, yeah, but you've got it in your wallet and it looks like, oh, right, okay. So you've got a working with children card. You're dodgy. No, you're not. That means you're not dodgy. I know. But you've missed the point of the card completely. But it, it just... The point is that we're not dodgy. The fact that you've gone to get one to make yourself look okay says you're dodgy. <laughs> so you've, you've completely missed the point. It's just like saying, because I've got a driver's license, it means that I'm planning on driving recklessly. No, it's a, it's a different connotation. I'm okay to work with children, everyone. Look, I've got the card. Oh, yeah, okay, fine. Get, you your, have... get your wobble board out. <laughs> Father of the year. Broadcast, Father of the year. Broadcaster of the year is clearly Lawrence Mooney. Last night, I'm sitting down with uh, my fiance's little brother, just hanging out. He's 15. We're just chatting about How do you get on with the little brother? Do you give him life advice? Here's the thing. He's 15. Mm-hmm. And this is what I've learned from, sort of, from hanging around him. That's my. That's the age at which my mentality oh. stopped. Yeah. He and I find exactly the same things funny. Often we'll make the same comments at the TV. We'll say the right. same things to Tiff. Like yep. in him as the capacity as the younger brother and me as the capacity as her potential life partner, we'll often say the same thing to her. It's, 15 is about where I stopped. It's reminding me a little bit of Tom Hanks in Big. Yeah, but less cute. Right. It's more just... Sometimes he'll say something and I'll go, geez, that's what I think. He's 15. I'm not. I reckon that that is for most men, 15-year-olds. Do you reckon? Yeah, that mental ceiling. No, I reckon you're a bit... I reckon you could go a little... You're a little bit higher than that. You're a bit oh. filthy. I think you're about a, a, a shifty 19. <laughs> um, so... <laughs> Father of the year. Father of the year. I am on tenterhooks here. <laughs> Last night... Watching a current affair, I said to him, "Come on, let's watch a current affair." I love current affair. So do I. Are you a big Layla McKinnon fan, or are you broken that no, uh, Tracy's I... no longer in the seat at the moment? Because she's on. I like Layla, like Layla, mm. but I um I particularly like um they went out and they were doing a special report with the police who have the booze buses, mm. and they found a man and they were pulling over people and they were giving them the <laughs> cannabis the cannabis swab. Oh yeah, and then father. Of no the one year, needs that. Father of the year rocked up. <laughs> Uh, just driving back from watching my kids at the pool and the booze buses happened to be here. Got pulled in. It's tested positive for something, has it? Or? Uh, marijuana. So I would have had my last one about 3 o'clock in the morning last night. So. You thought you were okay to drive, though? I, yeah, yeah, I thought so. I thought so. I love that. <laughs> that is Father of the Year. But fair, fair. He did have his 
doob, his scoob, his number at 3 a.m. His last one. His last he didn't one. say when his first one was. Right. And he's woken up and going, oh, okay, have a look at the kids at the pool. Yeah. <laughs> look, if you've ever been to a sporting event or any anything that involves children, they go for so long. <laughs> That like seriously, school, like, like a school, school play. play, for instance. I was so, I was so stoned during the school play. <laughs> well, yesterday, overnight, the front page of every newspaper, everywhere in the news, it was the funeral for Nelson Mandela, the memorial. Hashtag, hashtag Madiba. A huge memorial in uh, Soccer City. And it was packed to the rafters. It was raining, but no one cared. The but crowd was great. Wasn't the crowd great? Singing a, and dancing and having a great time. But also a star-studded lineup of celebrities and world leaders. They were all there. Barack Obama's eulogy was most spoken about. Mm. I'll tell you something about Barack Obama's speaking style. Please do. Uh, he starts a sentence slowly and he finishes it quickly. And it makes everything you say sound good. For example, Ed, if I start speaking slowly, then finish quickly. It means that I've started to think about what I've said, and then I'm quite decisive. And That's he pretty good technique. Says, yeah, it's a good technique because if you go the other way, start speaking quickly and then finish slowly, it makes you oh, sound you like don't you don't know, know what you're yeah, doing. You don't know nothing. So every sentence he does, he starts quite slowly, a giant of history and a man that has really earned his position in the world. Wow. Authority. That's his trick. That's a great trick. Um, and so Bono was there, clearly. Jeez, that's tough. Imagine you were looking at your, at your seat and you're going, oh, all right, oh. where have I? Yeah. Who have I got? George Bush Senior. I'm not too sure about that. Oh, I'd like to sit next to um, uh, Bill, Bill Clinton. He's all hands. And then you plonk down, look yeah. across, and you just see... The colourful yeah. glasses and you think, oh, God. So Charlize Theron's turned up at the board oh. where they've got it, where everyone's sitting and she's gone, okay, who have, oh, no, oh. I've got Bono. Bono. Oh, I wonder what colour glasses he's got on. Will oh. he have the yellow ones this or the blue good. ones? Oh, he's got the orange ones on. Oh. It's just going to take forever. <laughs> oh. Oh. And there's a photo of him uh, just chewing her ear too. Can you imagine? The, oh, I've always said the also, only you know, bad thing about being... And his accent. What are you talking about? What I can't t- understand you. Just sing it to me. It's easier. <laughs> sing it to sing me. Sing Beautiful Day. Yeah, that'd be nice. i got the program here. Oh, really? Yeah. Official, How did it open up? Official program. Just going through it. Oh, here we go. Uh, the Nelson Mandela Tribute, blah, blah, blah. Soccer City, yeah. You know, mm. in, uh, dignitaries in attendance, rah, 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 rah. Yeah, yeah. And then there's a... Okay. First things first. Uh, a welcome by the by the host, mm. which was very nice. Got a good Got a good applause. Archbishop Tutu, Desmond Tutu, then did a blessing. Yep, and uh, he actually wore his official tutu. Just as a kind of, he, like, he likes his name puns. Which was lovely. Um, then Flo Rida came out and did a track. <laughs> yeah, what, what do they do? What do you mean, what does Flo Rida do? He does everything. You can't right. make a song without Flo Rida being a part of it. He has okay. to feature on everything. Uh, it's normally about booty, which is fair enough. <laughs> then Barack Obama delivered a, a touching eulogy. He delivered a touching eulogy. Then there was a UFC demonstration. And uh, there was some dancing, too. They know how to dance. Absolutely lovely dancing. I don't want to racially profile, but the Africans do know how to dance. Wonderful dancers. And then I thought it took a slightly odd turn when Tony Abbott came out and did Puppetry of the Penis. I thought that was... That was weird. The wristwatch went down well. I'll say that. The hamburger. Too far. (laughs) But the windsurfer brought it home, I thought. (laughs) It was... uh, (laughs) Any highlights for you? you? Yeah, I... 
I thought this was an interesting choice that they uh, had Tone Loke uh, <laughs> performing Funky Cold Madiba. Um, oh, so let's, let's listen to Tone Loke from the memorial service. Can we? To the other side of the cantina. Okay. I asked the guy, why are you so fly? He said, Funky Cold Madiba. Ah, oh, yeah, no. No. <clears throat> Not sensitive. <clears throat> oh, okay. <laughs> Give us a little bit more. Funky Cold Madiba. Lawrence Mooney. Is that disrespectful? Because he is a funky gold Madiba. That'll do us. Triple F Summer Breakfast. <laughs> Joining us on the line, Associate Editor of the Herald Sun, one of Australia's best crime writers, a co-author of the Underbelly Books, Andrew Rule. Good morning. Good morning, chaps. Good to see the A-team back. Oh, yeah. Thank you very much. Thank we, you very we, much, we Andrew. That. Hey, well, and, Andrew. It's all happening. We've got to talk to you about this uh, betting syndicate that's uh, gone bad. Well, what can you tell us? What's the latest here? This is a story that keeps giving. Mm. It's an amazing thing. Now, just this week, uh, we've had our very good friend, Mr. Bill Vlahos, who is really the, the figure at the centre of the storm. Mm. Um, and I think probably... He's going to have to answer a lot of tricky questions as the uh, the whole thing unravels. But his uh, his utility was burned, and he was allegedly bashed uh, late on Sunday night at a property at Connie Worry, which is down near Barman Heads, and it's a property uh, it's a horse property named Grace Park, which um, he uh, or. Uh, a company associated with him purchased a couple of years ago. Okay. He hasn't been around for for many months. He, he's actually been in Singapore. And what was he doing there? Was that was well, that to do with racing, or what was going on in Singapore? Well, that's interesting. I'm not sure why he moved to Singapore. Um, he might have said, "Look, I wanted to renovate my nice new house in Torquay, which is not a very old house. It's up on a hill. It's a it's got a swimming pool and a tennis court. It's quite a modern house. Sounds good." And apparently he thought that when you renovate that, you have to go to Singapore for, you know, wow. five months while you do it. Just but give the builders some space. Going to Singapore I, suggests yeah. uh, one thing for sure, and that is you, that? you don't want to be in Australia. Or you like dumplings. Uh, or you like dumplings. Yeah, a bit If your car gets burnt and you get allegedly bashed in your driveway, it's, it appears that someone's not happy with you. Now, this is the interesting question. Um, Mr. Vlahos has apparently feared uh, some sort of retribution for some time. He has sent out a string of emails to his um, investors or clients, as you might call them. Um, there are other names, like Muggs, probably. Yeah. And uh, he has re- said repeatedly that he won't respond to threats to him and his family and so on and so on. Yeah. Now, after doing, you know, sending out these emails, then this thing happens. Now, I'm told that... And this is in today's Herald Sun. If you read it, uh, you'll get all the details. All your listeners will. Got that, it right here. Uh, that's a very fine newspaper, yeah. and uh, there's a lot in it. Yeah. I, I'm I'm told that um, uh, he's. Uh, uh, sorry, I don't think I'll go down that path. Are you? Wow. You're choosing your words carefully. <laughs> that there, that sounds. That 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 was sounding. Yes. Can can yeah. I can I ask you this, Andrew? Uh, it appears that. Uh, Mr. Vlahos is somewhat careless. He, he's misplaced $194 million and he doesn't know where it's gone. 
he has missed close to $194 million. Or, is, is or he lifted it in his other pants? or Oh, down the back of the couch. Uh, yeah. So what is this, Andrew? What do you, I mean, it's it's set up like a business, this, this betting syndicate where people invest money and then uh, it's invested, or, or, but it doesn't. It's not investing, is it? It's horse racing. No, this is not investing, racing. is it? This is gambling, no. but just on a mass scale. Look, he, he. This is this is the this is the plan. This is a scheme. Some might say it's a a scam, mm. a scheme or a scam. You say to people who who aren't actually really across the nuts and bolts of betting on a large scale, mm-hmm. and most of us, even if we have a bet, we don't actually understand big betting markets and, no. and markets, all that sort of thing. And he said, look, I am, uh, as well as a psychologist, I'm a mathematician, and I've studied this, and I've worked out uh, an algorithm, um, a mathematical no. way to beat the odds. And when, when I do my ratings and horses reach certain odd levels when they're over the odds, as they say in the trade, I put on, uh, if I've got enough money to play with, I can put on large amounts of money, and we can make a good percentage most weeks oh. and people now a lot of people might go oh is that right oh, i wonder but then he gives you know he gets somebody to invest and he pays them a dividend and says look you know i won 10 yeah, right. so when you go in you and, get you start yeah. winning straight away and yeah. you think oh great because there are people here saying they've got their seventy thousand dollars yeah. in more than that and so you put money in you get money back straight away and you start thinking hang on this bloke has worked it out this is fantastic are we talking yeah, are we talking ponzi that's the word. That, that that's the word that lawyers and working for newspapers keep cutting out of stories. The word right. Ponzi. Ponzi. Okay. Um, Ponzi scheme uh, named after a man called Ponzi in mm. who in America many years ago uh, fleeced uh, millions out of millions and millions uh, out so, of the I think the East Coast and a stamp some sort of stamp wrought it was. But, yeah, and so you get in basically the new people who come in pay for the dividends of the people that are already in. And you hope that nothing ever happens, but it's clear that it's not working out the way they hoped. All right, Andrew Rule, uh, Associate Editor of the Herald Sun. You can see your uh, excellent article today, uh, page five, also news.com.au if you want to keep uh, abreast of the story as well. Mate, we're going to probably have another chat to you later on in the week if we could because this one is uh, very interesting. It's uh, still happening. There's uh, meeting. A meeting at a suburban football club tonight, I believe, of around 50 people. Oh, wow. And some of them, I believe, have taken out mortgages in order oh, to invest in this scheme and oh, look like losing their houses, gosh. which is why a mortgage broker and former AFL player was threatened by uh, two men early this week and has gone interstate into hiding. Jeez. This is, oh, this is good. All right. It's a new you. underbelly series just waiting to be written. I was going to say, get the typewriter out, Mr. Rule. I think you got one coming. Thanks, mate. Got her out. Bye. Moon. Uh, this time of year, between about October and April, it's the cruising season, Ed. Hang on. Uh, on the high seas. Oh, right. On cruise ships. Oh, fair enough. Yep. Um, so uh, work tails off this time of the year. Traditionally, you know, for Radio, a comedian, you're a comedian. I'm a comedian. And so you're saying that most of the gigs that you do, because uh, all basically all year you just do gigs for cash, we should say. <laughs> yeah, tell the ATO that. Cash Just gigs. totally don't declare any of it. Uh, I do TV and radio as well, mm-hmm. and that kind of wraps up this time of year, although I'm lucky to get this gig, Summer Breakfast Triple R, brought to you by Holden, Holden Colorado. You said Triple <laughs> M. Yeah, I know. Still got the... Any other community radio stations that you want to plug while you're here? Anyway, 
Jeez, I, I, I can't be sacked twice in one day. Well, you after that comment. Okay. Triple M. So, yeah, go for it. So, last night, I, I did a cruise recently mm-hmm. on the Royal Caribbean Cruise Line Voyager of the Seas. Ooh. It's a big ship. It's a big job. Yeah. Well, I was the comedian. Five days, New Mia. Beautiful. Fiji, beautiful. Auckland. So it's a paid holiday. It's very nice. And what do you do? Every night you get up and do stand-up? No, not every night. One night out of five. You're kidding what? me. I only have to do a seven o'clock show, a nine o'clock show, and then I can do the adult 11 o'clock show. So one night I do three shows. That's it for me. And then five days of just cruising. Five days of lying by the pool, sunning myself, having a cocktail. That's fantastic. Can't get too drunk because, you know, I'm a performer and mm-hmm. I've got a profile. Sure. Yeah, right. Yeah, Lawrence Scatino. Scatevo. Um, <laughs> So I and of course the seven o'clock and nine o'clock show they're family shows. People Absolutely. are bringing their kids along. Absolutely, you've got to keep it clean. Why have they booked you? <laughs> so last night I get this email from the agent, the Royal Caribbean Cruise Line agent. Hi Lawrence, and I'm booked for a, a, a cruise, or what, I was booked for living? a cruise yep. in, in January. Great, yep, twenty fourth to the 29th. Great, yep. Hey Lawrence, unfortunately, not yep. the best news, mate. No, apparent. Apparently, the ship had over 30 negative comments from your previous contract. Therefore, they have no choice but to cancel the upcoming January gig. I tried to pull it around and get another crack. However, due to the volume of complaints, they have no choice but to cancel. Hey, mate, was this previous gig that much different from your other previous gigs where you did really well? Did you change your material at all? Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if there's a misunderstanding here. Therefore, no. keen to know more from you if possible. But the words come from Miami. That's where the company's based. Yep. So yep. I've, been, I've been whacked by a mob from Miami. Yeah, absolutely. The words come from Miami. I'll try and turn it around. But, in the time, but for the time being, mate, we're just going to have to let the dust settle. And you're out. So I was sacked because uh, there were a lot of complaints. No, there wasn't a lot. There was a volume. There was a volume. There There was was over over 30. 30. Not not 31. That could be 39. That could be 150. But they just didn't want to hurt your feelings. Or it could have been two and the cruise director just hates me. Uh, Now, Lawrence. Yeah. I'm awful looking on the bright side of things. <laughs> so you think that's paranoid thought that's not healthy? That's there has Face been, reality. There has been over 30 complaints about your material, <laughs> mm. cruise-based material. Sure. I went pretty hard. Did you? Yeah. See, now we're getting I somewhere. Thought, I thought... <laughs> <laughs> well... The the one complaint that I got face to face from people. Oh was, great! So someone actually came up to you after a gig. Yeah, a couple of people. Oh, a couple of people. <laughs> a couple of people in the buffet. Older people. Yep. Is that I've cruised all around the world. I've seen a lot of comedians, and what you did up there was appalling. <laughs> <laughs> Triple F Summer Breakfast. Oh man! I'll tell you later if you want. Unbelievable. Or very. Look. It, was, it wasn't too bad. And, well, if you just joined us, Lawrence has been sacked. He was meant to be going on a cruise ship and entertaining the, uh, the cruise goers. And um, he's been sent an email saying that due to 30, over 30 complaints that, on he's, the last cruise. that he's no longer required of, and, and the word volume was used about the complaints. Rosie, we've had a tweet. We've had a few, but this one from Higo from the New Rock at Night show on uh, the station. Good hands up. Who wants to hear Lawrence Mooney's appalling set he did on the cruise ship? And I think everybody's put their hands up. Okay. Well, 
But everyone's got their hands up. Now, we are also in the similar uh, problem that I assume that the cruise was in, was that... This is a, a family show. This is a family show. On this, Triple M. This is a tri- don't try and get out of it. This is a family show and a family time slot. So... Look, I, what I did was when the fam, the family show, right, I said so to the this parents... This is the 7 o'clock. This is the 7 o'clock and the 9 o'clock. I said, listen, you know, let, I call this show, let's try and put as much over their heads as possible and see how we go. So the, my first question was, so who's tried to get one away in the in the in your cabin while your kids have been asleep? Okay. Now, the kids don't know what you're talking about. So they could guess. They could probably guess. But when they heard the words, they, while they, the kids are asleep, they probably know what's going on. Well, so. if they can guess, then they probably it's not going to offend them that much. Okay. So the parents are laughing because, of course, they try to do that on a cruise. And I Great. said, you know, the things you've got to do to try and keep yourself quiet. You know, just before we do this, um, Rosie, do we have the Sandalands the, dump the Memorial dump button <laughs> Ooh, ready we to sure go? Do. Okay. So I said, you know. At the at the you know the business end of mm-hmm. the parent you know the adult cuddles, mm-hmm. you're stuffing the curtain into your wife's oh, mouth. You're okay. chewing on the towel yourself. Yeah, you're biting your own hand. Now, now that people were laughing, people were laughing. People were also leaving. Uh, <laughs> but did you, know, you do anything clean? Like, yeah, did you do anything... I talk about being on a cruise. You know, because I've done quite a few of these cruises. I talk about being at the buffet and how amazing it is, how much food people consume. I saw a guy at the buffet once, huge unit, massively obese. He had a T-shirt on and, and the gut was out underneath the T-shirt. <laughs> you know, the skirt. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. And his T-shirt said, this is not a beer gut. It's a fuel tank for a sex machine. And I thought, well done, champ. Now, I do a bit of that family-friendly stuff. That was okay. But who doesn't want to get into the smutty area? Well... No, the cruise director and the company and the, the company pl- based in Miami, <laughs> <laughs> the whole of Miami. And sadly. now that we've heard some of the material, oh look, it was gold, uh, we, and I rocked was, the joint. He's still in denial. Safe to say they've probably made the right call. They've probably made the right call. Yeah, mm. I don't belong on the high seas. Who have they gone with instead? Oh, look. Rodney Roode, <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, Kevin Bloody Wilson. Triple <laughs> <laughs> we'll have a breakfast. Uh, okay. Just in, very quickly, another group that has been sacked, shockingly. First it was the Bulldogs. Now the Raiders are killing their cheer, reads the headline. The Canberra Raiders cheerleaders in the, in the, in the, in the, in the NRL, the Raidettes, have been sacked. Mm. So this is, Sacked. This is just unfortunate because, <sighs> you know, some people say that cheerleaders are objectifying women mm-hmm. and sexualizing women. Mm-hmm. But what about the girls that have gone, no, I want to be a cheerleader and mm. I enjoy myself? Well, maybe maybe we should ask Rosie for her opinion. She's a lady. Rosie? What do you reckon about cheerleaders? Oh, look, Did you ever want to be one, Rosie? No. Nah. But um, look, they look like they're having fun. They look like they're having fun. It looks innocent enough. It's a choice. It doesn't seem yeah. to be. You don't get drafted. They've got clothes like, on. They do have clothes on. Well, here we go. They've, and it's not overly provocative. They're jumping up and down with pom-poms. I think the NRL's trying to be like, come nah, on, it's, it's family, it's friendly, it's family. Because when the AFL got rid of them, I think they're trying to following that lead. But this is what they've said. The NRL have a problem with the, what is perceived to be their attitude towards and women. And I don't think the cheerleaders is the issue. No, no. I think it's their players. <laughs> it may not be. Yeah. There are, but they, the Raiders have said there are a couple of reasons. One, it's quite cold and a big ask for the woman particularly during night games. And two, <laughs> cost. You can, you can wear a Spencer. You could wear a Spencer and a nice pair of hose. Well, to the answer, to the say that it's because the ladies are cold, I watched the NFL over the weekend where it was snowing. Yeah. 
Cheerleaders are still out there doing their thing. Mm. Denver Broncos, it's minus 1,000, still out there doing Dallas their Cowboys thing. Dallas Cowboys versus Chicago Bears, everyone's puffing steam. Yep, still out there. Still out there. Don't know about this. Soft. Let's say this. Lawrence Mooney sackings, pro. Cheerleader sackings, undecided. Yeah, I'll go with that. Yeah, we'll go with that. That's excellent. That's our official position. <laughs> Triple okay. Summer Breakfast. Joined in the studio by, uh, well, how do, I, don't, I, I don't know how to, I see you so much. Mm. I don't know how to describe it. I'll do the intro. Go for it. Uh, One of the luminaries of Australian showbiz, a star of the small screen, the large screen, and a radio pioneer at this very station. His name? It's Santo Cellaro. Hello, Santo Cellaro. I thought you were about to introduce uh, Guglielmo Marconi, the inventor of the the radio. Well, he stole a lot of that invention, but we won't. Oh, I don't know. No, No, you talk to Italians about it. No, no, no. All in on Marconi. Atomic Bomb, it was ours. That was one of yours as well. Edison Edison stole a lot of, or was accused of stealing a lot of stuff, but really, he's just entrepreneurial. Some guy comes up with a light bulb, he goes, I can do something with that. A great aggregator, much like, uh, well, anyway, let's move on. Santo. Anyway, back to my introduction. (laughs) Yes. Good to have you here. It's it's Santo Marconi. (laughs) You're dressed today as me. You've come in basically in sports gear. It's not sports gear. It's Pilates gear. Oh. I'm going to Pilates straight after this. Are you on the roof? See, that is the kind of response that I get every time I say, I'm off to Pilates. What Mm. is it? Is it, it, I'm off to ballet lessons? People don't. (laughs) People don't know what it is, right. and so when people don't know what something is, whether it be a religion mm. or a way of living or Pilates, yes. they are suspicious, and so they think you're weird. No, so it's, it's just, just that Pilates a... is for girls. Yeah. Pilates but, is but for we girls. we don't know what happens. We know there's a bed. Are you, on the, ref- bed. Are you on the reformer? Are your feet in the stirrups? Are you on a... <laughs> Are, are, are you, you on, on a that? bed? Well, I'm eight months in, so yeah. No, I eight, uh, no, 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 no. The third uh, trimester no, 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 no. of Pilates. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very long gestation period for me. Yeah. So you, are you on the bed? Uh, yes, of course I'm on the bed. Sometimes, yes, I, I'm on the bed most of the time. And is it is it a one on one? No, I I'm, I'm in a group of about three or four. That's the way it works. Like a mother's group. women or men? Mostly women, right? And uh, how but many there are, men there are, are guys in your group? And in uh, usually none. But, um, yeah, there we go. No, so no, 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 no. But, 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 but that's just my, my little group. There's, no, there's, that's everyone's group. No. Okay, if you had to look at the, um, at the it, it's ratio. It's certainly the... working because you've got the body of a middle-aged woman. So <laughs> it's, I think it's, it's a working point. Yes. It's, um, look, it's, it's, it's all about the core, isn't it? You, you know all core. that. It's the core. So yeah. that, that's all. I still... But why did you suddenly decide that your core needed work? Because I'm one of... I know I mightn't look at you and I have a lot in common, Ed. We go to the gym. We both go yes. to the gym. I go to the gym three three times a week. I'm impressed by that. You go to to keep buffed and yeah, he's and looking out. like a, a drive-in <laughs> screen. Your, 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 that back of yours. Yeah, he he goes to buy juice from bikies and get <laughs> and bulk up. And you go for. A I go reason. to keep my head above water. Okay, yeah. so I I go to a gym as well. Okay. okay, but I felt that you know at my age you go to the gym you you you're lifting things but you need some core action happening. Okay, so that's why. So I, but I st- I've, I've been going for about five or six years. To Not, Pilates? To Pilates, yeah. yeah. And so how was your call? I was, I was a pioneer of Pilates, Lawrence. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, whenever I hear the word Pilates, I always think you've got to fight for yes. your right to yes. Pilates. That's right. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Santa, you would love that. A pun <laughs> like that, you would be so happy. I'm taking notes. I'm writing this Stay down. Stay there. We're going to do, do gym etiquette. Exactly. I'd like to talk about the gym etiquette. Yeah. I will got to, I've got some questions for you about well, what, what you can and can't do at a Pilates. Moon. 
You're a fan, you're a boxer, you're an amateur boxer of note. Mm-hmm. I have had one fight. I've got some questions I about lost. the amateur about the amateur boxing crowd and something I want to play you from uh, today tonight last night Santo because mm-hmm. I'm worried about you and I'm worried that you this is what you might be turning into. If you can't see Santo, he's in a full leotard because he's off to Pilates mm-hmm. uh, after the show. Mm-hmm. And you've come in. Now, this is one little, before we get mm-hmm. on to too much more gym etiquette, something you don't know about Santo is you've brought in one of your little potions. You've got one of your potions. Oh, no, Every man. time I see Santo, he's always dropping things. He's like one of the wizards in Harry Potter. He's always no, putting no. something in a <laughs> it's little... It's only because I shaved before and I've got a little bit of a rash like underneath What is butt. it? So what do you got? Some hemlock? No, it's called, it's called mech. What is mech? No, no, no. no. I, I have very... some friends who are herbalists in uh, d- down the road. Oh, oh herbalists! Yeah. I'm touching the side of my nose. Do you mean like are they hydroponic herbalists? Herbalists. These, these are Italian, a traditional herbalists. They're not even Chinese right. herbalists. They're they're European herbalists. What is it? Just oregano or oregano <laughs> and grappa? It is actually there's, 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 well, there's a bit of there's quite a lot of peppermint and camphor. In. I don't have my glass. In fact, I do well, have my glasses. It's, but it's mech. It, yeah, no, it's 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 called rescue paint. Right. But yeah. Rescue they paint. call it rescue paint. Yeah, and it does sort of it's if you have little skin outbreaks, it's really good for your skin. It just you, if you see me in about 17 days this rash will be gone. <laughs> <laughs> you you actually have got a very good skin. I think uh, it's part of, you know, your European heritage. It's that you're, Pilates. You're, it's Pilates. It's, oh, the, it's Pilates? what the reformer does. When you do stretch out, it stretches out the whole skin, yeah. okay. so, including the face. I'm worried about you, Santo. What? I heard something on TV last night, and I thought, that sounds like Santo. They're ripped, tanned, highly groomed, and cocky. They call themselves the Young Aesthetics. I think you're part of the Young Aesthetics. <laughs> yeah. These are the type of guys... I don't that, even know how to spell that. These are the type of guys... Are, they, are, they, are these your mates, Santo yeah. Chilaro? Go home, have a shower, chuck your shirt on, it's nice and tight, feels good. I'm aiming to get shredded for festivals right now. It's just like a lifestyle, man, just wake up, gym, tan. Are you trying to get shredded for Stereosonic, <laughs> Santo Chilaro? What, what is this? This is just, I mean, I'm sitting here just getting kicked for, 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 for not being like that. What, no, you're not. I was what? just asking because that's the... Just because I like Neil Young, <laughs> especially the country stuff, the, <laughs> pre-1976. I've got, some, yeah, that. got <laughs> some of that coming up, Santo. The Young Aesthetics. Uh... When this is all over, I'm just going to go over and talk with Lee Simon and have, have a yes, good old yes. chat about the good old days. Sorry, Lawrence. The, the teeth whitening's gone too far. I would say one thing about teeth. They're meant to be unnoticed. If they're twisted and yellow, you can notice them. If they're too white, you notice them. You notice them. They're meant to be unnoticed. Mm. I don't think so. Mm. Do you you teeth whiten? I'm going to. I don't notice your teeth, but if you whiten them, I would notice them and think, well, that's odd. Your teeth are fine as they are. A couple of my friends who have moved to LA, the first thing you do when you you get a job over there and you start to feel the pressure to start altering your appearance, Jim is a big part of that, Santa. Mm, You You get a trainer. And then the first thing they all do is they get the teeth whitened. And then if they do a little bit better, the second thing they do is they get the veneers put in. You know how people have... Teeth that are too big for their mouth. Yeah, right, yes. but it does like, like cladding for teeth. Like cl- exactly, yeah, okay. <laughs> exactly like cladding. But it looks pretty good. But are the weatherboards nice, rotting teeth. underneath the cladding? <laughs> <laughs> Warping under the sun. <laughs> they might be. You have to hose, hose them down every now and again. Santo, uh, stay there. We do yeah. have to. We have to talk gym etiquette. Yeah, like, we keep getting sidetracked. My first question for you. Yes. In the Pilates. Studio. studio, yes. Mm. You're on the reformer. Studio. I'm on the reformer. Yeah. You're the only bloke there. Yes. One of the ladies that you reform with. Yes. Is to your left. Yes. There's a position that's particularly difficult core wise. Called she's... the reformatory. Yeah, and she's <laughs> nailing it. Right. Yes. Are you allowed to lean over and say that looks nice? 
No, what you do in that situation is you work very hard to try and make you look better than that because you can't get beaten by someone next oh, so to you it's doing competitive. it. competitive. Oh, a little bit. If you look across and someone's struggling, you, f- you, f- you go, oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they feel they're um, I'm, I'm on top of them pilatically. Occasionally in the gym, when someone's straining, you'll hear a noise. Yes, you will. You know, they'll let out a guttural kind of visceral noise. What noises do you hear in the Pilates studio? There's a bit of, because it's all a lot of breathing in and breathing out there. No, no. That was a lady straining. You guys deserve to have a current affair come in here and investigate you guys. No, there's a bit of... Oh, proper breathing. <laughs> With a clenched Toking? Clenched Toking? Clenched lip. Good oh, really? breathing. But yeah. is there ever, I, I worry that in a Pilates slash yoga situation, that as everything relaxes, mm. surely there's some uh, lower area. Oh, no. Air release. E- erectations. Yeah, erectation. Is there a loud, does any, does, mm. does, does yeah. Well, <laughs> As we try and dance around it. <laughs> well, I, I have a – no, there isn't. But here's my question at a proper gym, okay, mm-hmm. because I, you know, we, we, the changing room, okay, mm-hmm. where, I, where I go to the gym, mm-hmm. and it's a pretty full-on gym, okay, mm-hmm. even though I'm there. I'm, I think I'm there just they, – they're there to laugh at me. Tommy Hafey goes there. It's a, it's okay, a hardcore so gym. gym. Okay, so the changing room opens out to the toilets, okay? Yes. So I guess in the toilets you can make any sounds you want. Absolutely. And, but in real life, you can't have someone come up to you and eructate in front of you and just go, hey, mate, that's not on. No. The dressing room, yes. is that an air? Can you or can you not? Because some people just let rip in the dressing room. And I'm thinking, is that an inner area or an outer area? No, I would say as a man, yes. you, you should be able to let yourself go around uh, other men. As a sign of respect and welcome to say, in a this church, is my sign in a church. <laughs> <laughs> this is my sign to you to say, I accept who you are. Right? Yeah. No, so, I'm saying in the change room. Well, we have a mixed change room. So we, we have a mixed bit, change no, no, room. But so, you, so what would you one say? Thing you yeah. can't do. Right. You, I, I'm okay with the erectations. You can let it go if you want to, because it's actually always it's always quite funny. <laughs> but where? Yeah. Anywhere in the no, room. in the change room. As soon in as you walk room. into the change room, yes. away she goes. Okay. <laughs> but one thing that I don't like mm-hmm. is the leg up on the oh, bench. Oh no! The drying. The dry. The oh, undercarriage. The banana. The big banana. Yeah. The, 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 the dental yeah. floss. The, uh, the yeah. undercarriage flossing. Yeah. Yeah. Now, if you have to partake in an undercarriage floss, yeah. mm. do not try and engage me in conversation no. as it happens. If no. I walk past and I can see the arms going, no, I, no, no, I, no. it's head down. Don't yeah. say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't no, want to no. see that. That's <laughs> not okay. And it's usually in inverse proportion to age, as in it's, some, it's yes. the, it's the, mm. the over 65s yeah. or something going, no, you can't. This is just because yeah. it's a change room. The, I don't need to do that. Because you can almost say good stretch. Um, I uh, I went to a gym in uh, the Mandarin Oriental in Indonesia. Right. It's a six star hotel. Well, hold that thought. We're going to come back. I want to hear some more of that because also the other thing we there's need to trouble. Know, I'm sure there was with you involved, and there was one more thing we need to know about Lawrence Mooney is his amateur boxing career. Yes. That's what what happened when Lawrence Mooney donned the gloves? It's Triple M Summer Breakfast. Moon, you're in a six star hotel in Jakarta, doing what? Mandarin Oriental. Go down to the gym. Yeah. Uh, there's only me and another guy in there, plus yep. the Indonesian uh, health advisor, mm. yep. health and fitness. Anyway, I start working out. I do uh, probably you know ten k's on the treadmill. Wow! I move over and start doing some weights, mm. and uh, the Indonesian guy comes over. He goes, "Too sweaty." I said, oh, "I beg your pardon." He goes, "Too sweaty," and I've got a towel. I'm, I'm wiping up after me. He goes, 
I said, yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm sweating. He goes, go back to your room. Too sweaty. Kicked out what? of the gym. Go back to what your room. Was he thinking that there was a tsunami building up <laughs> on your, off your skin? What he wanted me to do was go back to my room, shower, dry off, yeah. come back. Too, you too sweaty. You too go. sweaty. I said, no, I, that's what happens at the gym. He goes, no. Go back to your room. And was the other guy, how, what was his sweat levels? Well, he wasn't sweating as much as Because he'd had the shower. Yeah. He'd, t- he'd taken part in the Well, air, he yeah. probably hadn't had a, you know, 12-hour bender the night before. Ah, yeah. Sweating it up. It might have, could he have been saying smelly and you just misheard him? <laughs> no. All right. Sweaty. Give us an etiquette question, Santo. I was just going to say, do you, when someone says to you at the gym, can I work in with you? Can you say no? No. You, can't, you cannot say no. No, I hate that. What, if you say no? No, no, if when someone some... wants to join in with you, even on a golf course, yeah. if you're on your own, it's like, why don't you join us, mate? No, But I'm see, it's saying you can't say no. Do you, do you, you say no? You can say no. No, just be mates. Just go, yeah, man, no worries. But here's the thing. He throws you out because if the, there's two things that happen. Either he's going too quick and going, well, now I have to fit in with your rhythm. I don't. Mm. I wanted to mm. just hang around. Mm. And the second one I is... I wanted to hang around. <laughs> and the second one is, what do you do? Do you then have to do... Does he have to move your weights yes, back Yes, he to, has to put it back to the settings that you had it on. The, so it's, it's embarrassing the, if he's doing heavier than you. It's and if very he's, embarrassing, if someone which says is that, everybody for me. <laughs> Yeah, and that's why he wants to join up with you. He wants to belittle you. Oh. Well, then so he does... has that right. He has that he right has in the, the gym. He has the right to belittle. No, no, no. The too late. Too yeah. late. <laughs> Go too back. Too sweaty. <laughs> it's Triple M Summer Breakfast. Stay there, Santo. Before you finish your, um, uh, what have you got, fruit salad it's there finished. with yogurt. It's done. It's done with hemp seeds. Yeah. He had hemp seeds. And cacao mm. nibs. And cacao wow. is, do, do, yes. do you know how to and party? Sesame, sesame husks. <laughs> wow. Does this guy know how to party or what? <laughs> We will let you go, Santo. We know you've got Pilates booked in, and they will not hold the reformer. If you're not there, they no, give it to someone else. That's right. But before I've we... got my little reserved sign on <laughs> it. <for Yeah>. Chilaro. <laughs> before we go, we were chatting, and you said you wanted to go see a band before they passed on. Uh, Ed, I, I, you may have misheard me. I, wanted, I said I wanted to see this band before either they passed on or I passed on. Ah. The Rolling Stones. I'd never seen them before. These so guys. We've really got... never seen them live. Never. Never, Lawrence. This is right. them doing their thing live. <laughs> That grab doesn't have a date on it. That could be any could time be, between... last week. Exactly. It could have been last week. Could it could have been, have been 67. Yeah. Amazing. And so you've, have you bought tickets? Uh, well, some friends of ours said that they were going. And do, do you want us to get tickets? And we, I said yes. So, so, so yes, who's so, going? Are you taking kids or is it just no, you and your wife? No, no. Well, that's an interesting thing because mm. I, 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 I thought about this when I saw the last uh, Barry Humphreys show. Mm. And I saw there was a lot of kids in the audience. And I figured... Hey, it's parents, it was Chris it's, it's, <laughs> it's parents saying in drag. It, yeah. It's parents saying. It's parents saying. Hey, you should see this artist before you won't get the chance yeah. to. Yeah. So, so passing the torch, passing the torch, kind mm. of thing. So uh, I was thinking of of seeing whether the kids would go, but my kids aren't interested in anything Your less kid, than I am. Yes. Yeah. What are they into at the moment? You got well, f- right now the the thirteen year old it was going to come into the radio station. I'll come into the radio station mm. just before it came in. He goes, no, 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 no. Uh, Man City have just gone two all against <laughs> Bayern Munich. So I want to see whether they can get the winner TV. here. And, so, uh, yeah, so Rolling Stones, so I'm Rolling. Thinking, I'm, you got to go. I'm going to go. I think I'm going to go as well yeah. this next, this next no, tour. I don't know. I saw yeah. them in 2003, and I think it was, it was really good, and Mick was amazing, mm-hmm. and you know the energy level. But I just don't want to see them not great. But they are great. All uh, the, yeah, but I just don't want to take that yes. chance that I see something tragic and go, oh, no. I don't think there is that chance. A busted Every- hip. So I've started yeah. reading reviews on current tours and everything like that. Nothing anyone has to say apart from these guys 
are the best, were the best, still are the best, will be the best. I think you're right, Santo. Yes, go see them. Get, I think it's getting to that point. Also, uh, next time Psy comes out, oh, I'm yeah. going to do that as well yeah. because <laughs> you may never see the Gangnam Style star again. Wow. Anyway. Too sweaty. Too sweaty. <laughs> Too sweaty. Go back to your room. All right, Santo. I will be seeing you too much this week. Uh, have you been paying attention? 7 o'clock Sunday and then Santo Seminet's uh, Total Football on 7.30 Monday. You, do the, uh, you go off and do some of that. Of course, Santo. The mo- Oh, yes? You've got no, one? I was going to say, and in uh, Total Football, Ed, mm-hmm. you can work in with me. Oh, thank you very okay. much. I appreciate you that. Can work you can give in me a set. And little Sam Pang. Little Just Sam bringing Pang. up the rear. There he he's is. Is guy. he in the show, is he? Yeah, yeah. still. He, he, he came doing work experience a few weeks ago, and he's just stayed on. He's part of the, the Working Dog Outreach Program. <laughs> he, he will not leave. We'll speak to you tomorrow. The moral of today's show is, of course... I'm not too big to put another man's brush in my mouth. <laughs> Triple M Summer Breakfast. Triple M Summer Breakfast with Ed Cavalier and friends. Serious truck for the serious man. Think Colorado. Think Holden.